show was created by a menace for menaces. Menace to society. From menace to decent society. And always has been a menace to society. You are now locked into a brand new episode of the Menace to Society podcast. Made for those who don't settle, don't stick to the status quo, and for those who aren't afraid to think outside the box. Let's go. If you aren't afraid to speak up or do things differently, even when things do not make any sense to most people, then this is for you. We smash goals and crush average. All day, eight day, baby. The Menace to Society podcast starts now. Let's get rolling on this. Okay, so I uh, hope you guys, uh, for the inmates that were on here yesterday, I hope you guys had a great call. I think we had a great call. I think we had a great, a great um, call with Jared Yellen. I feel like it was great. I feel like it was impactful. I feel like it was a great turnout. And I felt like uh, we had really, really good chemistry with him. And we had, like I said, just a really good experience talking about the, uh, oh, brain fart. Um, oh my gosh, the uh, the Menace Incubator. There we go. There we go. Um, the Menace Incubator, guys. Okay, so the Menace Incubator is huge. Uh, you do not have to be an MA or an MX to be a part of it. We'd like you to be. Um, obviously so we can root you on, cheer you on and be a part of your life. Um, but what it comes down to is at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do, right? That's what we're trying to, uh, we want people, we want people's ideas. We want people to understand and know and feel that what we're doing is a real thing. And, um, and bring your ideas, those shower ideas, right? Those shower ideas that you have there. I do. That'd be so cool. Be so great. Be so this or that. Um, but then it goes down the drain because people that you're hanging around with, like, that's dumb. It ain't going to work. It's not cool. It's not funny. It's not sexy. It's whatever. Um, you have all of those. Um, people that you're hanging oh. around with, like, that's dumb. It ain't going to work. Let me mute that. There we go. Nikki T, what up, dog? Um, I'm going to bring you on video. How do I do that? Let's see here. Send request. Bring your ass up on screen here, fool. Um, if T-Burn is listening, too, let's bring T-Burn up in, up in this full sheezy. Um... Yeah, so the Miss Incubator is, if you have a crazy idea, uh, we have the link, uh, Nikki T or myself, we can post it below as well on this call, but that's basically what we're doing, guys, is we want we want you guys to understand that uh, in the entrepreneurial spirit, entrepreneurial world, you can include people to be a part of your lives, and no, no ideas are dumb, right? Um, and they're, they're, all, they're all welcome, they're all appreciated, and Jared has a team um, that we partnered up with to help bring that to fruition. So if you have a great, it's got to be a tech idea, right? It can't be like another roofing company or pest control or anything like that. Um, it's got to be a, a tech, non-tangible service, right? Um, that we can take to the entire country and to the world and scale it fast and quickly and then sell it for uh, 10x, all right, 10 multiple there. So um, that was that was yesterday's. That was huge. Um, let's see here. And... Um, there we go. Um, yeah, so bring so bringing it on. Here's here's what we're gonna talk about today. Okay, we're gonna talk about uh, urgency and the time is now. Huge thing that we learned when we went to Florida with um, one of our MenaceCon speakers, Kent Clothier. Um, also, we have Aaron Wagner who talked about it as well too. Um, the time is now. Um, creating urgency now in your business and in your family, uh, income experiences, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's really what it comes down to. Okay. So we're going to, we're just going to jump right into that. So, um, the, the, the part that I want you guys to understand, I want you guys to bring on is I want you guys to 
sharing the, sharing the notes here real quick. Um, what is something that you've been wanting to do for a long time, but you just haven't done it? You haven't made it a priority. Um, you think I'll do it later when I have money. I'll do it later when I have the time. I'll do it later when I'm retired. I'll do it later when the kids are out of school. Um, or out of the house, that kind of stuff. What are some things that come to you? And this could be a stereotype as well. Maybe not you personally. Um, mine, to be honest, uh, some of mine are um, getting getting a side-by-side and getting uh, some dirt bikes for my kiddos because my kids love that kind of stuff and they thrive on it and they want to do more of it. But um, uh, I just haven't, I haven't made it a priority. Plain and simple. I haven't made it a priority. And because I haven't made it a priority, I haven't... Um, uh, it's, it hasn't done well today, literally today, a little bit ago, I called a, a dealership that I know up in Sholo. Um, and yeah, that's what we're doing here. So, um, that's what we're doing. I did. I am trying to add you on dog. Get on here. Um, so yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm buying some dirt bikes for my kiddos because like I said, I want to be able to enjoy that with them. But if not, if not, when, right. And so that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to do here. Um, yeah, so that that's what I want, right? I, I really want you guys uh, to understand and think about what is something that you've been wanting to do that you've been putting off. What is something that you want to do but you think it's not reachable, it's not obtainable? What is something you want to do but it's just not it's not a thing, um, or it's it's not for you, or you don't think you can do it? Um, that's kind of what I'm trying to get here and what I'm trying to go on. So. Um, yeah. Customs, only people you select can watch. Send request. Nikki T, I'm sending you a request, dog. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I'm sending you a request to hop on. So jump on this and let's do this. Um, yeah. So anyways, that being said, I, I really hope you guys understand the, the power of urgency, what it comes down to. Um, cause the time to build your business is now the time to 10 extra business is now the time to take your company to the next level is now. Um, and if not, who's going to do it for you? And when is that going to happen? Right? When are, when are you going to make it a priority? Um, Ricardo, Butch just posted on here, buy a new, a newer truck. Finally bought one for myself. That's awesome. He said, now get new trucks for the whole fleet. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and so that's like, th- those are things that need to be, uh, goals that are written down, right? I mean, these are just notes, but like, do you have something like this that you can write it down that you can, that you can keep yourself accountable for? Are you writing things down? Do you have goals? Um, I still have goals written uh, right behind me with my dry erase board and the things that I want to do, things that I want to obtain. Uh, but uh, Brandon Dawson actually teaches this, per, I don't say perfectly, but dang near perfectly, is he talks about the three categories um, and the three different types of goals. And those include um, the personal goals, professional goals, and financial goals. So let's go over those real quick because that will help create the urgency of like when you want to do them and how you want to conquer them. Um, and there's three of each. So you have three personal goals, three financial goals, and um, personal, professional, and business. Okay. So business goals are like, hey, where are you at as a business? And if you're a business owner, they have to go get up at 30,000 feet, right? And think of, okay, where do I want to be and where do I want to go in those next, um, what is what is what is my one-year, five-year, 10-year look like, Right. Um, then from there, what else, then from there, what do you have, right? Um, you have your personal goals. Is it, is it losing some weight? Is it getting, you know, actually creating and structuring a, a legitimate diet? Um, do you, are you looking to, um, 
you know, have a better relationship with your wife. That's one of mine is literally just have a better relationship with my wife in general. Um, and that starts with the communication and understanding and getting on the same page and make sure that my, her goals and my goals are not the same goals, nor should they be because we're two different people, but we should also have common goals as a family and as a marriage and as a relationship. Some people don't do that. There's one goes this way, one goes that way. And all of a sudden you're like completely going different direction. You also need to have those goals that keep you two uh, in sync. Um, business, um, financial goals, right? What do those, what do your financial goals look like? What do your financial goals look like, right? You know what I'm talking about? Um, what, do, what do those look like? What do those, um, how, do, how does that evolve? How does that bring, um, what, what does that look like at the end of the day, right? What do your goals look like? Um, so the financial stuff, do you want, are you wanting to get out of debt? Do you have a bunch of credit cards that you want to get paid off? Do you want to uh, buy a house for cash or maybe you want to buy uh, an, an income producing property for cash? Adam, what's up, girl? Um, right, so what does that look like? What is that, you know, what do your financial goals look like right now? Is it, you know, I'm making 40 grand, I want to make 60 grand, or I've, I've gotten close to 100 a few times, but I've never made over 100. So you want to make 100 grand. You know, maybe you're in a position where you, you want to be making $100,000 a month. It's 1.2 million a year, right? There's people on this call, and they're going to listen to the, the recording of this that are like, oh my gosh, well, I want to be financially free. I want to, you know, um, maybe, maybe you want to generate some passive income. Right, maybe you're maybe you're still grinding when you're not in the hamster wheel. You're not making any money. But when you get out of the hamster wheel, you have this this slow trickle of income coming in once a month. Maybe it's five hundred bucks. Maybe it's a thousand dollars a month. Maybe it's two thousand dollars a month. Maybe it's upwards of five thousand dollars a month. Maybe it's you want it to be you know ten thousand dollars a month of, of passive income, right? Where you don't touch it and it just it just bringing you in money. So all those financial goals are different. But uh, Brandon and Natalie taught Brandon and Natalie Dawson teaches really, really well in the 10X 360 that, the uh, class that I took. And I want to pass it on to you guys because it really comes down to those three things. So personal, financial, and professional goals, three goals each, right? You write them down and you uh, you bring them in and you implement them. And uh, and that's basically what you do. So um, that being said, that's what I want to, to bring to you guys right now. So when it comes to urgency, what does that urgency look like and how can you add or subtract some urgency in your life. Where can you add good pressure in your life, but also be okay taking away, uh, uh, getting rid of any bad pressure, whether it's delegating. Um, you might be doing tasks that are 10, 15, $20 an hour, and you're trying to make 100 grand a year. You, you're not, I mean, let me just do the quick math for you. So being generous at 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. So 2,080 hours, right? So, Nick, uh, Nick Trevelyan actually done this. For you are worth four. If your if your goal you can't really set up the light here, but your goal is to make. Let's see if I can do this. Hey, oh, there we go. And so your goal is to make. You're worth four hundred and eighty dollars an hour, if that makes sense. Okay, so are you worth four hundred and eighty dollars an hour? Are you doing twenty, thirty, fifty dollar an hour work? So if you want to make a million dollars a year, you need to be doing things that are going to generate you and create ideas and implementation and grow your business of $480 an hour. And that's assuming you're only working 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. So, and that's, that's really no vacations either, but that's, but we're, we're menaces. We don't do the nine to five, right? So that being said, but are you worth, you know, what are you doing? That's $500 an hour. What are you doing? That's 10, 20, $30 an hour. What does that look like? Right? Are you doing those things? That is bad pressure. Things that you're like, Oh, I got to do that. I got to do these little mundane tasks. When you can hire a VA, a virtual assistant, by the way, I didn't know what that was till like two years ago, 
oh, I got a VA, VA, and I think a VA, like, Veterans Association, right? Like, 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 military guys. VA is a virtual assistant, someone that it lives in, most of the time, it's third world countries, but you get some um, uh, uh, out-of-the-country people, but you got, might have some people also close here, um, but get a VA, right, to, to get rid of those tasks. Because what happens is you only have so much energy in a day. Uh, Coach Nate Palmer isn't on the call right now, but he should be. Um, and what it comes down to is when you have the, you only have so much energy in a day. What are you doing with the energy? Where is it going? Who is it going to? What does it look like, right? And by doing that, it'll show you um, exactly what your income is going to be and what your life is going to be like based off of where you put your energy, right? How many of you guys have, you know, you have this much energy in a day, but you don't use any of it to work out. You don't use any of it to uh, to eat healthy, right? You still have this much energy in a day. So the guys that do work out, or, or let's say they're doing the M100 and they're doing a 45-minute workout a day, they still have this much energy, Okay. What about guys that are doing 75 hard? They're doing two 45-minute workouts. They're working out an hour and a half a day. You still have this much energy. Do you see that? So there's only 24 hours in a day. Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. Those dudes only have 24 hours in a day. Even if you're a billionaire, you cannot create more time. You cannot create more time. And you'll have so much energy in those 24 hours. So what are you doing those 24 hours, right? Are you doing the mundane stuff? Because a lot of us do this, especially in the construction world. Uh, Jay Jarvis, what's up, girl? And include people in your life who will fuel you, not drain you. Ooh, let's run with that first before I keep going, would you? Um, so Jade, uh, Jay just said, uh, include people who fuel you, not drain you, right? Uh, Terrence talks about this like crazy. His circle is very, very small. Very, very, very small. So is mine and others as well, too. Um, they're very small circles. And why are they very small circles? They're very small circles because if you let too many people in, they will start to drain you. And they're not going to text you or call you and say, hey, Jason, I'm one of your friends and I'm draining you. Just in case you're wondering today, I'm going to drain the shit out of you. That's not how it comes across. It comes across as your friend, as your buddy, right? But then they they, they become a leech. They start to they hop on you and they just suck the life out of you. <coughs> That could be one of several reasons, um, but what happens is they start to take that energy. You have so much energy, people can take energy from you, right? People can also give you more energy. Did you see what I just did there? You only have so much energy yourself, but I didn't say that somebody else can give you energy. You don't believe that? Go work out with somebody that is doing bigger, better, faster, stronger than you. Go to lunch with somebody who is more financially successful than you. Right, if you're making 180 grand a year, 100 grand a year, and you want to make a half a million dollars a year, go hang out with somebody that's making a half a million dollars a year. They will naturally create, if you allow them to, create more energy and more time in your life. The number of minutes don't change, right? But when you hang out with more people, you know how four or five different people's energy creating is one, and now you multiply instead of adding and subtracting your own energy. Okay, you have to do this. This takes away this much energy. When you bring in other people, you can now multiply the energy that's within you and you'll realize that you're getting stuff done super duper fast, right? And you do that because, Jacob Porter, what's up, dog? Um, you can add more energy to your life if you choose to add more people who add fuel to the fire, right? So just like a fire, think of yourself as a fire, right? You're a fire and sometimes you can get higher and sometimes you can get dimmer, 
brighter and dimmer, right? You can get a bigger flame, or but more than likely, you're not going to change very much with that energy, right? But what if somebody comes in and has a bucket of water and goes Psh, on you? Your flame is either going to go out or it's going to get dim really fast and the heat's going to go away. We'll flip it. What if somebody comes over and they have a, bo a bottle of lighter fluid and they go, Psh, my kids love doing that, love when I do that. The flame gets crazy, gets bigger. The flame is still the same. The flame originated is still the same, but did the flame get bigger or smaller, right? Did they drain you or did they fuel you? Because your flame is still the same, but when you add an external um, an external uh, resource, for lack of better words, right? Uh, it could be a person, it could be an event, it could be a conference, right? How come? How do you guys think when we come back from these conferences, we're on like, let's go, and our flame is like this big? Why? Because we add people. Aaron Wagner, Kent Clothier, Andy Frisella, Sean Whelan, Ed Milat, Grant Cardone. All these people are throwing fuel to us every single day, right? And that's where we get the fuel. That's why our, our fuel and our flame gets bigger and bigger and bigger and slowly it just stays stays that big, right? But do not, do not underestimate the power of how quickly water and the people that's, that drain you or suck the life out of you, those people can can put out your flame real quick. So you're trying to grow this flame and get bigger, better, faster, stronger. But you have somebody literally with a squirt bottle who's like, nope, you're not going to get bigger. Nope, you're not going to get bigger. I can't get bigger and I choose not to get bigger. So I'm going to squirt my squirt bottle at your flame and try and put out your flame. Do you guys see that? Do you see the difference in those things? So that being said, that's the part that I'm trying to, I'm trying to get here is when you truly understand that you have a flame and people are either going to try and drain you and put it out or trying to make it bigger. Right? Whenever I talk to Terrence, Terrence is never putting out my flame. Ever. Right? That's why he's a partner. Nick never puts out my flame. Ever. Those people are in my circles. Right? To be honest, there are some MXs that have been uh, been trying to put out fires because they don't want to grow or they don't want to have that awkward conversation or they don't want to do the thing that they should be doing that scares them most or that's the hardest thing for them to do and they don't want to. So they start, how many of you guys are putting on your own fire? How many of you guys have your own flame? You created your own little fire, and you're the one spraying the water bottle. Sometimes we think it's like the government, politics, social media, uh, spouse, kids, school. Bro, the biggest, the biggest thing that can help you get a bigger flame or put your flame out is in between these guys right here. And you're either shooting lighter fluid or you're shooting water. And that flame is either growing or it's going down. And by the way, you can't really do both at the same time. Nothing's going to happen. It won't really work. Does that make sense? So, that being said, uh, Afton says, I want to spread like wildfather, wildfire, not out, line out. I don't know what that means. I think there's a typo in there. But um, uh, I, I want you guys to understand that the, the urgency, we talk about urgency and then, and then getting into this, right? is when you understand that now is the time to explode your flame. Now is the time to catch on fire. Now is the time to create more heat. Now is the time to create more good pressure in your life. Now is the time to have self-discipline and self-awareness to put those little fires out, to put those people, oh, distance yourself from those people. Okay? I have friends. I have family. I have neighbors. I have church people that I keep on a leash or I keep at a distance. And I do not let them come any closer because their their mindset is not the same as mine. Their goals are not the same as mine. They are going somewhere else in a different direction 
And if I'm friends with them, that means that I am wanting to go in that direction too. I'm not. It doesn't mean that they're bad and you're good. It doesn't mean that you're the shit and they suck. It does not mean that. It just means that you have goals and you are disciplined. How about some boyfriends? Right? How about some boyfriends or some girlfriends? I think Nikki T just talked to one where he was talking about his goals and 75 hard and, and the chick's like, oh, it's like, let's go get some ice cream. He's like, I can't, I'm on 75 hard. She's like, nobody's going to know. He's like, what the fuck? Pardon my French. He's like, uh, I'm going to know. Yeah, Terrence and Jason may not know and the M8s and the MXs might not know. But we're on M100, man. That No cheat meals. You have ice cream? And that chick was like, nobody's going to know. It's just one scoop. It's with me on a date. And he was like, Psh, see ya. Automatically, she's like, "I'm no, I there's no discipline. I don't have discipline, so I don't think you should have discipline either." How many of you guys see that, feel that, hear that in your in your on a daily basis, right? Maybe it's a certain group of friends. Maybe it's certain family members. Like I said, maybe it's people that you go to the gym with. Maybe it's people that you go hang out with. Maybe it's people that you that you work with that works above you. Maybe it's a vendor or supplier that you talk to or communicate with a lot. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your kids. Right? Be very, very careful of who is putting lighter fluid on your fire and who's squirting a water bottle and trying to put it out. Okay? At the end of the day, the cool part about the M100 and 75 hard is that nobody knows if you're really doing all that stuff. Because I am not in San Diego with Nick watching Nick either do both workouts and making sure one's outside or he didn't drink all of his water or, oh, he got that ice cream scoop with that on that with a hot girl on that date. Nobody's gonna see that. It's internal. And do not cheat yourself internally. Okay, I've done that a lot, to be honest. Most of my life I've done that. I've cheated myself. In the past five years, especially the past two years, I've really dialed myself in of what I want. And instead of trying to make the people in the camera think that I'm the shit, I wanted to tell myself that I'm the shit. I wanted to believe to believe myself that I am the shit. And not have other people tell me that. Because I didn't feel like that. I was told that, and I come off as that. But for the longest time, I didn't feel that. Because I would take those shortcuts. Does that make sense? I would take those shortcuts. I would I would not finish a certain thing. I would say I'm going to do something and not do it. I would say I would, I'm going to uh, commit to something and then not fulfill it all the way. And I would let people down. But there's nothing more, nothing worse than letting someone down compared to le letting yourself down. Okay? So, when it comes to those things, <clears throat> Jay just said, uh, well, let's see what Jay just said. Pay attention to your energy and how you feel after, you, after you've been around people in your life. Do you feel like you can conquer the world after hanging out with them? Or do you want to go home and climb into, the, into bed because you're exhausted? How many of you guys ever gotten off the phone? Oh, this little bit here. How many of you guys ever gotten off the phone and you're like, dude, I am so tired. I am so tired. This person is exhausting. I just got this... 5-minute, 20-minute, 30-minute phone call, and you are just, like, drained. You're like, I need a monster. I need an energy drink. I need some caffeine. I need a pre-workout because I am drained. Now, another analogy, another scenario. You now have a 30-minute phone call, okay? You have a 30-minute phone call, and you talk to somebody that is that is picking you up. That is motivating you, that is driving on you, that is leaning on you, right? Some of you guys get mixed up of people that are like, you don't want cheerleaders, okay? If you see someone with pom-poms, run. Because those people with pom-poms, like, 
Nick doesn't give me pom-poms. Taryn doesn't give me pom-poms. Why? Because I don't need a cheerleader. I need someone to keep me accountable and help me grow. And by growing, that is the pom-pom. Right? By taking my finances to the next level, that is the pom-pom. Right? By getting fit. I take out my shirt right now, but I'm going to keep it G-rated. Okay? But I'm, I'm putting on some muscle. I'm shedding the fat. Look freaking good. Why? Because I have people... Actually, I, don't know, I think it was Nick, not Terrence, that said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And let's do 75 hard and, and 100. And I'm like, look out. Right? And because they said that, I am now taking my mental game, my physical game to the next level. That is that is true. a true cheerleader. The fake cheerleaders, okay, I'm going to use this analogy. And don't take this weird like with high school kids and football games and stuff. But think of the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are like, yay, go, rah, rah, rah. But they're not like, put in the work, do the extra sets, go do the extra spins, go watch that film. There, no cheerleaders are ever doing that to the actual football players. You see that? That's why the cheerleading is fake. They're rah, 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 get you excited, cool. When there's a touchdown, of course, we're going we're gonna to cheer and get all excited and wonderful. But when you're sucking, they're like, defense, huh? Uh, hey, coach, can we go get a water break? Because we're losing 42-7. to 7. That's, what a, that's what a fake cheerleader does. A true cheerleader is someone that is going to push you Okay, to the next level that's going to push you outside your comfort zone, that is going to push you to your next level of growth that you probably never even seen, that you need, that you can't get there by yourself either. Can we just like humble ourselves real quick and realize that having a therapist or a counselor or a coach or a mentor is probably the best thing that's ever happened to you, your family, your income, your health, and your marriage? I just got the goosebumps. I'm dead serious. I'm not going to get emotional. I'm not going to cry. Okay, T-Burn, what up, dog? Um, but the point that I'm trying to get at, guys, is that having having a therapist, a counselor, a coach, a mentor, those type of things that are going to, that are the true cheerleaders and not the fake ones, okay? Terrence just said assets and liabilities. Okay, asset and liability on a P&L, there's no gray area. Either you're an asset or you're a liability, but you can't be both. There's no, like, middle column either you have a, a one line and on one side you have assets and you have one side you have liabilities okay and on one side you have a true cheerleader that's going to push you to the next level okay of your income and push you and make you bigger better faster stronger and lean on you for growth personally physically financially or you're gonna have a fake cheerleader that's like oh he felt 75 hard oh it's okay don't worry about it 95 percent of people fail anyways um and just love your love your body, love yourself for who you are, bro. Shut the freaking front door. Biggest bunch of bullcrap on planet Earth. Make that very clear, okay? Biggest bunch of bullcrap. I hate it. I can't stand it. I think it's absolute bullcrap, okay? Um, so now let's go and let's talk about um, when you have a true cheerleader that's gonna push you, that's gonna lean on you, that's gonna help you grow, that's gonna help you commit, that's gonna help you take your company and your business and your and uh, and and your finances to the next level. Those are the kind of people that you want in your circle. Those are your assets, okay. But you also have to have self awareness in between the years, okay. You have to have self awareness of do they come off as an asset, but they're really a liability. 
They come off as an asset because they've been your friend since high school. They come off as an asset because they're blood. They're actually like tangibly blood. They're blood related to you. DNA. Biologically, they are related to you. So they're automatically an asset, right? Says who? Okay. So what are you doing? Do you know the difference between liabilities and assets? And maybe someone comes off as a liability, but then they, can someone can someone be a liability and then become an asset? Totally. But they have to change, right? Because you're either one or the other. And you can change, but there is no gray area. You're not both at the same time. You're either one, you're either helping me grow and build my empire and my family and my life and my income and my business, or you are not. And the the you're not helping neutral, stagnant, standby, mediocrity, the, that is that is a liability, not an asset, by the way. Like, well, I'm not, like, trying to destroy Jason and his business and his family and his income, but you are, you're just quiet about it because you're not supporting me. If you're not supporting me, you're not helping me either. And if you, if you stay stagnant, if you stay neutral, if you stay mediocre and you don't support me, I'm not going to grow. So you become a liability, not an asset, right? What we think of a liability is someone that's like actively trying to like put me out of business, kick me in the butt, okay? All those things. None of those things exist, okay? If, if you might see those on on TV shows, on movies, someone that's like actively, intentionally trying to hurt somebody, right? Chick flicks, big time, right? I think of Mean Girls. People that are putting that out, some of those people are like on TV and on camera, intentionally trying to bring someone down. Okay, more than likely you've already found out and identified who those people are, and so you're no longer with them. Okay, but there's other people, the people that we still allow in our circle. Okay, those guys are the ones that are quiet, the ones that are stagnant, the ones that are on standby, that are ones that are neutral, that are mediocre, that are average. Those people are not intentionally trying to bring you down and not actively on social media, actively out in the world, trying to put you out of business, trying to break up your family, trying to break up your your uh, marriage. Those people are not intentionally, actively getting attention by doing that, but they're doing it very quietly. They're doing it very quietly. And what they're doing, I love what Terrence said, there is, there is no neutral. There is, there is no neutral, right? So, but most of the time, you have to know, we call it the gift of discernment in the LDS world. You got to know self-awareness, okay? Is this person helping me become bigger, better, faster, stronger? Or are they a leech and they're just sucking on and holding on for dear life, trying to get something out of me for free? Okay? Or are they really trying to help me grow and they're trying to support me and they are a true cheerleader? Know the difference, guys, between a true cheerleader and a fake one. If they have pom-poms, they're not a cheerleader. Those cheerleaders that are on the track cheering to the crowds, they are not at the gym with the football players and the tailbacks and the fullbacks and the quarterbacks and the receivers at 5 o'clock in the gym. They're not there giving them the protein shake instead of the McDonald's. Okay, They're not there saying, hey, do two more reps. Hey, let's go do two-a-days. Hey, let's go hit the gym. Hey, let's go do those sprints. They're not doing that. Hey, you, you need to watch more film. Right, your film game sucks. You need to study these guys more. Let's go watch two or three hours of film instead of going to that party. Let's go and watch that film instead of going and doing this this hobby or this side gig. Let's go put in the work. Oh, it's a it's Sunday or it's it's Saturday or it's it's the weekend. Know the difference. Know the difference between a liability and an asset. Know the difference between a true cheerleader and a fake cheerleader. 
okay? And know the difference, know the difference between good pressure and bad pressure, okay? I'm going to go here in some of the notes. Mackie Martin, what up, dog? Welcome on. Okay, Jay Jarvis, the haters are the easy ones to spot. It's the pretenders that are your Achilles heel, right? Love that movie. Ever seen the movie Troy? So good, by the way. Brad Pitt killed it. Um, let's see. Who else we got here? Travis, uh, Travis Bottom says truth. Um, yeah, so here's what it comes down to, right? I've never, I've never been in a position personally where, like, at the end of the day, it's you, man. It's all on you, okay? But I'm going to go back to the flame. Is somebody helping, is that, that true cheerleader is going to help you ignite that fire and make it bigger, better, faster, stronger. It's going to help, he's going to help, he or she is going to help you multiply that fire, that flame. Okay? But you could have a water bottle. This is a great analogy. Did I tell you guys my analogies are the best in the state of Arizona? Probably in the world. Uh, give me give me a fist bump if I have the best analogies ever on planet Earth. Okay? Um, you have a water bottle. You don't know if it is lighter fluid or if it is water, because they're both clear liquids, okay? That is how close the difference is between a liability and an asset. There's a fine line. There's no gray area, but there's a fine line, and when you squirt it out, you're going to know instantly whether they're a liability or an asset, okay? Afton. Uh, Afton says, the real supporters hold you accountable and call you out in your BS. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, we need to pause we need to pause this um, for a second. Sorry, I got I got to throw it in my frog in my throat. I had to clear that one. So, okay, what it comes down to is when you're when you're talking about everyone and and what they're trying to do, right? And you have the solar people, and you have the guys that are fake, and you got the guys that are not doing this and that, and they're trying to throw a conference, and they're fake, and they talk about how they're gonna do all these things and hire all these people and they're they're selling all these deals and they're meeting with all these all these big accounts and they're bringing in all the <laughs> that was, that was the inside joke sorry um that's the <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh man i got sorry you guys on these dms are, are blowing me up and making me laugh losing i'm losing focus here okay um let's just roll with it shall we so if someone is 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 willing to and wanting to invest with you is wanting to add value to your company, okay? Uh, I think, I don't know if it was, it Sean Whalen or Bradley? No, it was Bradley. I think Bradley said it. He's like, if people come and say, hey, I want to add value, how can I add value to your company or business? Dude, I got two people in the past two days saying that. Hey, uh, what can I do to add value to your business? I'm like, bro, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know your skill sets are. I don't know what you're bringing to the table. Do not ever, this is credit for Bradley's video, do not ever Go to somebody that you want to do business with or you want to partner with or you want to be in their circle and say, Hello, sir. How can I add value to you today? Hello, everyone, solar. How can I add value to you today? Bro, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't go in there and say, Hey, how can I add value to your business? You should already have done the research on that person of where you can fill a gap in their boat. They have a little hole, they have a big hole in their boat. Hey, how can I uh, how can I plug that hole for you? Bro, if I know how to do it, I'd go freaking do it myself. Hey, 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 uh, by the way, you have a hole right here in your boat. Here's where I can add value and I can plug that hole for you. That is how you get attention. That is how you get on people's radars. You don't go and ask people, right? 
Terrence just said right now, don't create more work for me by asking me how to think of something you can do to add value. Just saying that was exhausting. You guys see that? I literally had a lady, she's like, I'm a, I'm an expert marketer and biz developer and this and that, and I want to hop on a call to see how I can add value to your company. And I'm like, so you're going to waste 30 minutes of me telling you how you can add value to me. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. That, that's a, that's a paradigm. That's a shift that needs to happen like entirely. Hey, my name is Jason. Hey, I'm a menace in business. I'm a menace to society. And here's how I can add value to your company immediately. Okay. Hey, uh, <clears throat> hey guys, little air pump. How many of you guys have kids? Little air pump, right? Basketball air pump. Hey, uh, hey guys. Yeah. So I'm looking for a guy named, uh, I'm looking for a polite pest control. And, uh, this is, this is role playing by the way. Hey, uh, yeah. Pest control. Hey, uh, uh, Travis bottoms. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, so I see your trucks. I see your wraps. I see you got some texts out there. Yeah, dude. Cool. Hey, uh, well, I know for a fact, just by the size that there's some other guys that are really kicking butt in the, in the same market as you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, here's what I can do. One, I can, I can help your social media game increase. It's okay, but I can definitely take it to the next level. Here are three ways right now where I can add value to your social media game to get you more followers, more leads, and more accounts before Halloween. And by the way, today is uh, September 29th. What do you think? What do you what do you think? Would that would that entertain you? If I could if I could if I could add value and I could show you these three things to add value to that, would you uh, would you mind hopping on a call with me for ten minutes? Would you mind me coming to your office real quick and sitting down? Just ten minutes of your time, and I'll show you three ways how to get more uh, get more engagement, get more leads, get more followers, and take your social media game to the next level, which obviously is going to help your income and your family, right? And and bring some money, some more bacon home to the family. Does that sound like a good idea to you, sir? Okay, cool. Yeah, see you Thursday at ten. Bye. That is how a phone call should go. So let's flip it. Whoop. I hope Travis Bottoms is on here. This is great. Um, <clears throat> hi. Yeah, I'm looking for uh, the owner of uh, Polite Pest Control. Yeah, this is Travis. What's up? Hey, uh, so first of all, you probably didn't get to Travis because you don't have any credibility and you're just cold calling. So you got to get through the get through the receptionist first, number one, of assuming he has a receptionist. Uh, hey, so yeah, so I'm a I'm I'm a social media influencer guy, and like I help people get likes and shares, and I get more engagement, and I help people like get attention. Yeah, cool, right? So, um, uh, yeah, so what could I do to help you and your and your and polite pest control get more followers? What do you think I could do? How could I add value to polite? Travis. Well, first things first, you just wasted 90 seconds of my time and you're a freaking idiot. Click. Do you guys see the difference? One, one is literally an asset, the first phone call. One is an asset. Yo, dog, here's how I can add value to you right now. I see what you're doing in your business. You want to know something that was great? Jared Yellen from, uh, from Menace Incubator. Okay. From from Menace Incubator, Jared Yellen stalked me, Terrence, and Nick. Okay, he stalked all three of us. He knew about he knew about uh, Terrence's real estate thing. He knew about Nick being in San Diego and his book, and his book stuff. He knew about me and the roofing game, and he he researched us before he hopped on a call with us, so he could be relatable. Right, he had a third party source. Also, he he found a contact. He grabbed another, he grabbed one of our assets and used that asset against us to get on a phone call. Absolutely genius. He used Jordan Adler. There was, there was a triangle, right? <clears throat> so use that asset to, to bring value to that person. 
Okay? Does that make sense? Oh, Travis said, Jaylee already hung up on you, right? So that's, I was being, I was being silly, but like, how many of you guys have those phone calls? Like, truly have those phone calls, right? Afton's on the phone right now. Afton, Afton's here, okay? Afton's here. Um, hey, uh, I'm, are you walking in the door? Hey, uh, hi, my name is Afton. I'm a marketing person, and um, I would love to, I'd love to you to give me all your business for no reason at all, just because we're the shit. Um, but you should give us your business because I'm here. I'm knocking on the door. I'm pretty. I have a wrap truck outside and here's some chunk cookies or crumble and, uh, let's do some business. What? Here comes, here comes the gangster. Here comes the gangster often. By the way, you should be role playing this and doing this with your sales team, marketing team, right? If you have call setters. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Afton Welker. I am the marketing manager for State 48 Roofing. How are you doing today? Good, great, wonderful. Hey, so I, I I know that you are a general contractor, and I saw the beautiful homes you're doing. I just saw the one that you're in the middle of building right now on 56th Street in Shea. Gorgeous home, by the way. You guys are killing it. Hey, so I've looked you up. I've seen your stuff. I think we would be a great match. And But there's a couple things that I can do. Um, I saw that your, your house has been sitting like this for a while, and the roof isn't on yet. I'm trying to figure out why. There's got to be, you guys are got to be losing money because the roof isn't on, right? Yeah, cool. Hey, so we actually have 13 crews and we kick ass and we're really good and we can do any kind of roofing in the entire state of Arizona, including that roof that is that on 56th Street and Shea, right? We have the best products with the best warranty, with the best materials. We have great crews, great customer service. Uh, here's my direct contact number, by the way. Um, I would love to be able to bid a roof for you and take care of you and give you a sexy roof status. Has your uh, previous roofing contractor ever, ever given you sexy roof status before? Uh, no, they haven't. Cool. Hey, well, guess what? We can add value immediately to you today. Any jobs you have coming up or going on right now, we'd love to go look at them. We'll quote them free for free, give you the best products, best warranties, and we'll get the best service, and we're going to do it faster than that guy because I could be on your roof tomorrow. Could that roofing contractor be on that roof tomorrow? Oh, he couldn't? Cool. Well, guess what? Boom, here we go. State 48 roofing. Be great. Do you guys do you guys see the difference? I know. My voices are great, right, Terrence? Do you guys see the difference? So I just did that. with a, That was a phone call one, and I just did a, a doorknob. Okay? Are you an asset or are you a liability to your clients? Do you assume that you should get work from them because you go take them cookies? Do you assume... Right, that you should get Terrence's phone number and put him on a group chat just because you you're in his three ninety seven a month course. I spend tens of thousands of dollars a year with Grant Cardone. I don't have his phone number. I'm not on a group text with Grant Cardone, but I buy his diamond tickets and I buy his 10x 360 and I buy his workshops and I buy his stuff. I still don't have his cell phone. I'm not in a group chat with him, but we're entitled. We think because we give somebody money that all of a sudden like they're obligated to give us time or energy that is earned ladies and gentlemen can we make this very clear that is earned 1000 percent earned and nothing there's no if ands or buts about it okay so are you an asset or a liability now for those of you how many of you guys raise your hand or send me a fist bump in the notes or the stuff below how many of you guys um have more than one employee in your business more than five, let's say more than five employees in your business. If you do, give me a fist bump, okay? How many of you, if you really were to sit down, and this is a yes or no, okay? Terrence, Nick, and I make decisions very, very, very fast, 
Okay, very few little time because of all the experience that we have combined. We don't have to research. Some of you guys don't have the experience. You have to research your stuff first before you make a decision. But even before you do the research, you know this is a yes or a no. Plain and simple. Um, so we make decisions very, very quickly. Okay. Uh, Travis says he is exactly five. Okay. So hear me out. If you were to put a picture and a name of every single employee on your wall, and I would say asset or liability, yes or no. Asset or liability, number two, yes or no. Asset or liability, number three, yes or no. Right? Well, if you have one employee or two, you're probably going to be okay because you know all of them and you probably talk to them all the time because you are literally talking to them and being with them and the culture is there as you probably don't have a lot of contention, drama, culture, BS. You might. But normally when you're when you're a solopreneur, guess what? It's just you, dog. Right? Nikki, you got Nikki T and you got Teddy. Right? But like Terrence has like all these subcontractors in the real estate world, right? I have 60 employees in the roofing company. So you have this culture thing and you have all these ideas. You got to, you, this is where like massive self-awareness, right. And being dialed in and having systems and processes and implementation and culture and accountability is the most important word out of all that. You have accountability to where if you lined up five employees one day, right. Travis, Travis, how many employees does uh true Forest, green mango or blue sky have? Just throw it out there. Just put it in here. Okay. How many of you guys have, whether you have 50 employees or five employees or 500 employees, how many of them are assets or liabilities? And don't forget, there is no gray area, but there's a very, very fine line. So when it comes to that, do you know when they, because they'll, they'll jump that fence from an asset to a liability and you won't even know it if you're not dialed in and if you're not paying attention. And if you don't have accountability and you don't have culture, okay, you have to have those things in line. That's why daily training is huge, right? You can daily train on our video course platform. We're pushing over a hundred videos right now or under just under hundred videos right now. And our platform, you should be training every single day, right? We have daily motivation text messages. You can go through and listen to that stuff every single day, right? Get your team. Man, I have so many freaking books on my desk right now. This is a good one. Oh, let me show you an amazing one for uh, for team leadership stuff. This one's dope. Oh, hey, Natalie Dawson. Whoop. Natalie Dawson. Oh, by the way, she's going to be on her stage. <laughs> she's going to be on her stage. Teamwork is a huge one that you can read. Read them as a team. Read a chapter as a team. Okay? I'm in the middle of winning with my team. Okay? Read this. We read one chapter a week every single week. Okay? So, with that being said, uh, in, our, in our menace team, I don't have it right now. Um, it's actually coming in expert secrets. We're gonna be reading that one. Okay. So, um, yeah, green mango, hundred plus true Four, sixteen, blue sky. It, it don't matter. Okay. The point that I'm trying to make is guys, is that you have to make sure that you keep your people accountable. So they always stay in assets. Okay. Terrence just had an opportunity and I, I don't say, Sarah didn't say, I said opportunity. I didn't say a problem or a challenge or an issue. I said an opportunity, right? <clears throat> With, Excuse me. He had opportunity with with one of his employees to let him go or, or keep him on. His culture changed, his accountability changed, and he became entitled. And within two weeks, less than two weeks, Chandler knows or Terrence knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, in his real estate game, he within two weeks he was gone. 
number one sales producer, was going to be, I think, a CEO, right? Big, big time and big, big game player, big employee um, and a lot of value, right? But he went from an asset to a liability. Some people don't do it overnight. Some people will do it overnight. You have to be self-aware of it and you have to be able to adapt, adapt, adjust and pivot to certain people and certain things. What about processes? How many of us have processes where uh, in the beginning it was it was a, an asset, now it's a liability? I remember when I first started my company way back when, uh, three years ago, and I we looked at the Google Calendar. And we were using Google Calendar for our appointments, for the production calendar, all that kind of stuff. And guess what? After doing like a million dollars in revenue, it became a massive, massive liability because it couldn't keep track of anything. I had QuickBooks and a Google Calendar. I didn't have a CRM. So I have all these leads coming in, couldn't keep track of anything. Oh my gosh. So in the beginning... The Google Calendar was a huge asset for me because I had nothing, like a yellow notepad, right? And I went from a yellow notepad to a Google Calendar. And quickly, I realized I had to adjust, adapt, pivot, right, to a CRM that could withhold all the leads, teams, multiple calendars, right, going on to be able to scale and to grow. So it's not just people, Okay. It's not just family. It's not just neighbors. It can also be things, right? Vehicles, equipment, right? One is a truck is an asset until it becomes a liability. There's that line. At what point does that truck stop being, or that truck, or that that vehicle, or that that pressure washer, that gun, that machine, that compressor, that whatever, that trailer? For uh, when, when does it go from being an asset to a liability? Right? You got to know the difference. Okay. Now, I'm going to end you on this. It's all aspects. People, places, and things. Thank you, Jade. Okay? I'm going to end on this. My question to you guys is, and this is going to suck, and this is going to hurt, but I want you guys to understand this. Are you an asset or a liability to your business? Remember I said three things, right? It's actually in this book. Teamwork. Are you an, are you an asset or a liability to to your finances? Are you blowing money and doing stupid shit? Are you not saving or investing or making good purchases? Right? Are you throwing your wallet over the fence for good things and not for the weekend? Are you a liability? Or are you an asset with your finances? Are you having unnecessary stress in your home because your finances are a shit show? And it's not your spouse, it's not your kids, it's 100% on you, but you choose to blame someone else or something else. Okay, that's, that's the financial side, the business side. Are you stepping over your own feet? Are you getting in your own way? Are you not following your coach or your mentor? Do you not have a coach or a mentor? And so you're just continually tripping over your, over your own feet. And now you're not, you are, as the owner of the company, and I've been this guy, make this very freaking clear, I have been a liability to my company before more than once. Actually, happens quite a bit. And so what I do is I learn to find somebody that's better, stronger at that particular thing, and I delegate it to them, as long as it's not a $500 an hour task, right? And if it is a $500 an hour task, and I suck at it, or I need to do better at it, I go to somebody doing bigger, better, faster, stronger, and I go to them. I go up for help. Do not go lateral. And you'd be an idiot if you go down. Do not go lateral. You're not going to improve. There's no growth there. Scale stays at zero. It doesn't do anything. You didn't lose, you didn't, 
You didn't gain weight. You didn't lose weight. You just stayed there. Okay, so do not go lateral and do not go down. You got to go up. Okay, are you an asset or a liability for your in your physical life? How many of you guys are working out every day? I understand we're on the M100 right now. Those that are listening on this call, because this will be a podcast as well, right? Those that are listening on this call, are you currently? We are in M100. We're close, I think we're pushing day 28, 29, 30, somewhere around there, right? Uh, some of us are also doing 75 hard apart from that, right? And same thing around the, in the 20, 25 to 30 day range. So we're a third of the way or a fourth of the way there. So it's easy to say right now, yeah, physically, are, but, but take away the fact that we're doing that right now. Is your diet a liability or an asset? Are you choosing to eat shit? Day after day after day after day and not give up the sweets or not give up the Diet Coke or not give up the the sleeve of uh, Oreos at night. Are you an asset? Right? Are you working out? Are you getting stronger? Right? Are you maintaining your health and then doing some above there? Right? Tweaking it a little bit, doing this and that. Are you an asset or a liability? Right? Physically, financially, spiritually, Right? In your business, in your family. Right? Maybe you're single. Are you are you an asset or a liability? Are you trying to find a spouse and start a family? Or are you be are you the dipshit that's at Whiskey Row in downtown Gilbert four nights a week trying to get some tail? And you come home blasted every weekend or you're freaking you're getting drunk and doing stupid shit. Doesn't look like you're in any position to try and, and find a spouse or find a mate or find a partner by doing that. So if you're single, are you an asset or a liability? If you're married, are you an asset or are you a liability? Right? Are you helping your spouse become better and supporting them? Are you trying to do bigger, better, faster, stronger things with them? Are you supporting them and their goals and their dreams and their wishes? Right? Or are you just pushing them off, not communicating? doing stupid shit, right? Maybe you're having an affair, right? Maybe you're addicted to porn. Maybe you are an alcoholic. Maybe you're addicted to drugs. Maybe you're a gamer. I, I Crazy part of thinking about all this stuff, I've been exposed to everything I just mentioned, by the way, but I've never been a gamer. Like, gamer being a gamer is not a thing. I The average age, I'm 35, by the way, the average gamer is 35 years old. Not 21, not 16. It's not Terrence's son, Tegan, who's like, a freaking sophomore in high school. 35 freaking years old. Is that ridiculous? I'm sorry. Like, re-freaking-diculous. And I've been told 20 to 30 hours a week. That's like 3 to 4 hours a day. Plus. Sometimes that's actually like 6 to 7 hours a day. Okay? So, are you an asset or your liability? Personally, for yourself. You make the decision every day. Okay, I talk to my kids all the time. Oh man, I had a bad day. Or uh, my, uh, Noah, my son, plays tennis, and he and in for PE, and they're, they're in the middle of a tournament right now, and he lost his his set yesterday. I said, "Cool, guess what? You get to play again tomorrow, right? Yep, let's do it. Right? So a thing called life. You get to reset every single day. You get to reset three hundred and sixty-five times a year. But if you were to do a census, Right, we're day what I don't know two seventy or so. We got like ninety days left. Right, quarter fours uh, starts this weekend. Right, yes, yeah, two hundred eighty days or whatever. Out of those two hundred eighty days, how many of those days have you been an asset to your company or a liability? 
or an asset to your family or a liability or your finances, right? Or you personally. Did you win the day today and you're an asset or did you go backwards and go down and you're a liability? Okay, think about it. I hope this helped. I hope this... I hope this was influential. Um, freaking stoked. And uh, so, anyways, hope you guys are doing awesome. Hope you guys have a great day today. Tuesday, the Menace Boys over and out. Be an example. Be a menace. Thanks for listening to this episode of Menace to Society. A menace to society. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button for more future episodes and share with other menaces that aren't afraid to stand out and smash their goals. Oh, and if you own a business that's generating 100000 or more and you want to explode your business with more revenue while working less, head on over to BeAMenace.com. You owe it to yourself.